Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hi guys, welcome back to After Buzz TV. This is the Foster's After Show, and tonight we're breaking down season three, episode five, called Going South. And they did. (laughs) And here to help us is AJ, played by Tom Williamson. Yeah! How you guys doing? Good. (laughs) Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Of course. Um, Tom will be here all night, obviously. Um, we definitely want to hear from you guys. You can tweet at us with the hashtag ABTVFosters. Jillian's going to check that. Just go ahead and tag her. She tweets from at Jillian Lev. Um, let's do some intros before we get into it. I'm Jeff Masters. I tweet from Jeff Masters 1. I'm Stephanie Georgie. I tweet from at Stephanie Georgie. I'm Hannah Pritchard, and I tweet from at the Hotshot Dude. And I am Jillian Lev, and I tweet from at Jillian Lev. Cool. All right, guys, Great. what did you think of this episode? Is that it? Are we done? I think that was it. Hannah's done. That was it, guys. <laughs> really emotional episode. It like, was. I have not cried. I-, I teared up a little bit. Especially, did you really? Yeah, the scene with AJ and Mike. That was super, That was intense. That was. It was cute. I, I Mike was, is the it was father cute. of the year. <laughs> it was cute. It was cute. So that was a message to. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It was cute. All right. Well, like, how did you feel? Me. It wasn't cute. What was it? When I was watching it, yeah. I was horrified. Oh, oh great, great! I don't. Great. I don't enjoy watching myself on camera. But um, how did I feel in the moment? I mean, it felt like a responsibility. You know, mm. it felt like I was carrying the weight of my people on my shoulders, and that I was really speaking for the race. I mean, the words were very sharp. Mm-hmm. And um, they cut like a knife, and it was true. So it was easy to access that emotional range because it was something that was actually very relevant yeah. at the time when we filmed it, mm-hmm. which is yeah. right around when Freddie Gray was killed in Baltimore in the Baltimore riots. I wondered that when watching it. I was like, huh, I wonder if that's what like sparked the writing of that episode or if it just happened to line up that way for no, you. No, I have a feeling it sparked it. Yeah. yeah. But the, I, yeah. the Fosters has been ahead of it because even with uh, the whole situation with Cole, I mean... I don't want to reference the other person, but I, I feel like the Fosters has done such a good time at kind of relating to current events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And putting it into a show. They're like the first one to do everything. So mm-hmm. that was really That's good. True. Totally. Now, did you know that scene was coming? Did they like talk to you about it? Or was it Can just Can I in tell you guys something? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We like secrets. <laughs> so there's two things that happened in this episode that I believe I manifested. Do you guys believe in the power of manifestation? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. All right. So literally... Two weeks before this episode, when the Baltimore riots were going on, I told a few of the um, co-stars, I said, they're going to do a scene in here. They're going to deal with police brutality and this issue that's really hot right now. What happens? Mm-hmm. Perfect. It's written right into it. That's awesome. Yeah. And that you did it. Yeah. 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 I said it was either going to be me or that's what they're going to introduce my brother. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, okay. And it happened to be me. I like how they did it for you, though. I, I like that it wasn't so dramatic, but it was so perfect at the fact that he was just standing there literally doing nothing, you know? Because normally they like to say, like, oh, when you retaliate or when you start running, or that's when something goes bad, and yeah. you did nothing, and it showed exactly how it was. Yeah. And his reaction towards it was also perfect, because I love that Mike was like, you know why you did it. 
Yeah, hands down. Like, don't even try to play it anything else. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. That I, was great. I felt like you got to have a really cool emotional transition leading up to that entire scene. Like, you getting out of the car, watching everything happen, walking to the front yard. I was like, dang, this, like, no dialogue, and he's just getting to have the coolest yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. Acting-wise, that had to be so cool for you. It was very cool. Yeah. yeah. And also, off-camera, you were talking about how funny Danny Nucci, who plays Mike, <laughs> is. So how did you sort of work with him on set? Because you were saying off-camera, you were like, it was so funny, like, in between takes. Not that. No, not that Not point. that. No. I mean, the scene where the cop um, assaults me, yeah. Mm-hmm. But the scene in his apartment, no, there was no laughter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you guys had to get ready for it. Yeah. You know, a lot of shadow boxing. <laughs> <laughs> The cop was being really rough with you too. It wasn't yeah. like throwing you to the ground, like holding your head down. Like no, it was. I I told him I was okay with it. Yeah, and, they, and it. I mean, it was so close. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't done real, right. it would have looked fake. Mm-hmm. Right. It was right on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. crazy. I Especially to get that reaction from you. Exactly. Absolutely. It's just important because the Fosters have brought up so many things and tied in so many events that are happening right now, and I think that this is very important and it needs to be talked about and I think you are sort of really you know happy with being able to bring this on TV absolutely yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. did Sorry. Did you get to ask the guy playing the cop how that scene felt for him doing that? Because no, I imagine I that like had to be for your character. You didn't speak to him like yeah, for that whenever day. Whenever I've done a scene like that, and it's been two now, I don't talk to the person beforehand. Yeah. It's always mm-hmm. in, in relation to cops. I did a movie that finished right before this season started shooting, and I had a similar situation, um, less physical, but the same kind of mental intimidation. Mm-hmm. And I just don't. And the guy is a really sweet guy. Oh, but yeah. I have nothing to say to him that day. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I love the relationship with your character and Danny uh, Nucci Mike. Because, like, right Danuch. now. Danucci. <laughs> can we call him that, too? <laughs> now we can. <laughs> but, like, Mike is having a hard time with Brandon. Like, they're not connecting as teenagers and, like, fathers are, like, want to do. And so to see, like, him, like, latching onto you with this, like, awesome father figure, like, it's nice to see, like, him embracing that. Yeah. It's yeah. like a nice gift for him, his character. Yeah. I thought it was in- awesome to see Mike be put in this vulnerable situation and finally kind of being how Steph and Lena's always been to all of their foster children and seeing this kid, knowing that he has goodness in him and letting him know, like, that's the part that was the only, that was emotional for me is when he said, like, you just need someone to believe in you and that's it. And I'm showing you, I'm not going to give up. And like, that's, that's a lot because that's at the end of the day, that's what your character needed. Mm-hmm. Everybody was so quick to give up and he's like, I'm not like, that's what a parent does. And I loved every time that he grabbed you by the hands. Yeah. As much as people might think like, Oh, why'd you have to get all physical? I bet you like if, had your character been real had that been a real situation every time that he forced that way that would have felt good because you know he's putting he's only doing that because he cares and he's not letting you go whereas anyone else would be too scared where he wasn't he's like no I'm in charge here I'm letting you know that I care I loved that That you know we're we're not the only ones that feel that way actually Um, a lot of people are tweeting right now at hashtag ABTV Fosters Lily says I love it when Mike said that he that he is my foster son that melted my heart Mm -hmm. Um, everyone is just AJ's grandmother brought me to tears actually let's talk about AJ's grandma in that scene because oh. you actually have an interesting story about the woman that plays the your grandma power of manifestation Fran Bennett, Fran Bennett is my voice teacher no Aww. yes and she was my voice teacher for um, like about a year or two before I got this and so literally when I got the script April 7th and I said, it would be really cool if this character's grandmother, in my mind, I didn't even verbalize this, mm-hmm. was played by Fran Bennett. 
what happens? So we're at the table read. <laughs> That's so the director awesome. of the episode comes up and we shake hands and she's just she's looking at me. I'm looking at her. And she's like, you know, I'm just trying to, you know, get a feel for you. We're casting your grandma right now. Do you have anyone in mind? I said, uh, yeah, Fran Bennett. She said, she's the only one on my list. Oh, my <gasps> gosh. Oh, that gave me chills. Me too. Like, really even up to my cheeks, I was like, dang, whoa. Wait, that's unbelievable. And that's what she said? In the same episode, And she said it like that, but didn't skip a beat? That's the only person that was And I was like, but it did. I couldn't, she was, I was like, there's no way. But she was like, yeah. Wait, so how did you get connected with her as a voice teacher, like, a year ago? Christopher Turner, who's an amazing actor that I study with, a Canadian actor, he uh, takes uh, voice classes with her, and he recommended her. Wow. Yeah. That's incredible. For everyone at home doesn't know, Fran Bennett was in Roots. She was in yeah. Star Trek. She Legend. stills acting. Yeah, she was Legend. in Scandal last season. She's been in a thousand things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's been doing it for years. I mean, we would just sit there for an hour after the lesson was over and just talk about stories with, like, you know, her performing with Tallulah Bankhead and being on the Ed That's Sullivan so Show. Awesome. And being in the South in the 50s. Right? And just, you know, like, really... Real stuff. And now Everything. she's still here. So yeah. cool. In her late 70s. It's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. In great shape. Yeah. And I love her too because like she, <laughs> I mean this is a compliment, she looks like she's in her late 70s. It's not like the plastic yeah, Hollywood or like oh, a right. 50 year old like playing 70. Like it's, yeah. She's amazing. But she, she, like you said, she's a force of nature. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. she is a force of nature. She looks how she is and she accepts it. Yeah. And flourishes. And, you know, another issue that your character is dealing with, you know, not not only had it touched on the race stuff this episode, but also something that families go through all the time when you have a parent or a grandparent that isn't themselves anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it, it crushes my heart because, you know, my parents' friends are going through that right now with their parents and, you know, they go and visit them in the homes and everything and it's just... Alzheimer's and you know anything with with memory loss and it just it's crushing and I thought that that was handled really well too because you know a lot of I feel like someone so young in your situation could be either insensitive to it not get it but you are aware and Mike was really good about it and I think that that also is foreshadowing what we have to look forward to in the future with Mike and AJ Mm -hmm. because Mike is there for you and that sort of led into I call it like Detective Mike like Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it really was. It was like oh he's like he's like down for this. Like he like wants to help you, so then he goes and investigates and then we find out that your brother was actually there two days prior. Yeah. He's alive. He's, he's alive, alive, thank God. I like that you said that, Jillian. I feel like AJ's also so good for Mike. Because mm-hmm. now, oh, you know, yeah. Mike being sober and wanting, you know, needing to put something towards something. And Brandon is someone who wants to take care of himself. Mm-hmm. So it's it's like he's not able to do that. Whereas this is someone where he can actually be of use. And I think that's helpful for him. Yeah, actually, um, Ashley Korngold on Twitter. Hey, Ashley. Uh, Ashley. She said Mike is getting his second chance at being a father. Mm -hmm. Um, that's what I thought the whole time yeah David Joseph said I love how the Fosters tackles through issues I love AJ's character more and more as the show goes on so true wow now I don't know if this is too like spoilerly but are we gonna get to meet (laughs) it is now I'm pretty sure it is I'm pretty sure it is Uh, (laughs) are we gonna get to meet your brother this season like is that a character it is yeah you will okay awesome well I know that he can't talk but I have Twitter talking to me right now and they said that um, (laughs) I'm gonna talk to Tom yeah, like, well, I don't know if he can answer this. Or maybe he can. Maybe the character's been released. But somebody said that the guy that is playing Ty is Zeke from High School Musical. Yeah, man. Yeah? 
Yeah, man. No way. <laughs> Ze- Zeke the Baker. Yeah. Hey. Wait, but you I feel like you guys high school exactly musical who you mean, yes. <laughs> oh, um, yeah, unfortunately, I know exactly who you're talking about. But, um, <laughs> not unfortunately, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember High School Musical. Yeah. Still love that show. Yeah. Mm, or movie, TV movie. movie. But, um, whatever. Um, but I feel like you guys would be close in age. Is Ty supposed to be close to you in age? He's older. He's older. He's yeah. older than you? Older. I don't know why I always thought he was younger. Mm-mm. No, no, no. He's older. No, he's older because okay. he. That was the whole reason he's out of the system, mm-hmm. and AJ was still in the system, and that's how they got separate. Okay, correct. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I don't know why I thought he was younger. Girl, get it. So I don't know, Hannah. <laughs> and his real name is Chris, and my brother's real name is Chris. So you have Listen, what is real this? Life. All these weird things for you. Wow, that's good. Life imitating art. It's really person. cool. We have to stop. This is too much. I'm, I'm serious. I know. Just, I have to go. Just this must just be like an amazingly cool experience for you then, especially the with all coolest. these things lining up. Well, you know what it means. I mean, one, it's just a blessing to, you know, be able to be employed yeah. in this city doing what we love. Yeah. But also, um, everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what this experience has showed me. That as much anxiety as, uh, you know, you can go through as a young artist. Should I look at the camera? What you can do whatever you want. <laughs> you know, as a young artist trying to make it or just a young person in this um, society and economy, everything's going to be all right. If you believe it and you tap into who you really are and your intention and, you know, what it is that you're, the reason why you're on this planet, everything will fall into place. And I'm, I'm witnessing it. I'm a living, breathing Sitting currently, example. Okay. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's real cool. So cool. That's man. amazing. And is that something really you're cool. like realizing, figuring out, like in this process of the Fosters, or before that? It really started like happening, uh, like a snowball effect with the. F- okay, you want to hear another story? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So a buddy of mine gave me this thing called the Kingdom Prayer, and it's basically like a um, <clears throat> a prayer or just like a, a, a list of things that you can say every day. That you goals a goal list basically, and so my goal list amongst many things was to book an ABC or an ABC affiliate pilot okay. that is um, fan popular and quality content by March thirty first two thousand and fifteen. Oh, you know when I got this show March twenty seventh two thousand. Oh my gosh, dude, that's so cool. That's amazing. You're just gonna make me cry. I'm getting all the goosebumps. <laughs> Are you really crying? Listen, it's beautiful. It's moving. Okay, stop. Especially for working. You know, if we're all, we're all here at the same time, so it's, it's nice wonderful. to hear something like that. Because once you can believe in others, you can believe in yourself. And when you believe in yourself, you prosper more, and that's what's yeah. important. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we've been really enamored with uh, the chemistry between AJ and Callie. Who? Did you read with her? Like in the audition process, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! <laughs> in the chemistry read, um, yeah, I was sweating and I was nervous. <laughs> oh, she was so fun! <laughs> that, oh my gosh! I remember I saw her and I was just like, <laughs> and Peter, the director and producer, and like you know, one of the showrunners was like, just use that, use that. Use that. <laughs> But she was so cool. I was like, you know, I'm sweating. She was, I'm, I'm nervous. And she was like, you know, you're going to be fine. They obviously like you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just do what you do. You're great. She was so good. Everyone awesome. on that set is so cool and supportive. It's, I mean, I do a lot of my scenes with Danny. Mm-hmm. And it's just advice constantly and support. And just everyone. It's just nothing but love. Mm-hmm. Really. See, see, it's hard so because, like, we're, well, the majority of us are supporters of Brally, Brandon and Callie. That's how you pronounce it? Yes, Brally. Okay. But we yes. were wondering, do you know the official <laughs> ship name for Callie and AJ? Is oh, it yeah. CJ? Did we no, decide? I, I decided on KJ. KJ? I like KJ. KJ. That works. But I'm honestly I should... not happy with any option. 
You're not about it. And we're not all about with, it. like the I don't know, like the ship names. But you have they to don't like, combine well. But honestly, like I mean, I love Brandon and Callie together. We got to see a lot of them in the episode. We'll talk about it. But there is some serious heat between yeah. the two of you. So oh good. yeah, that oh, scene yeah. with you on the couch. Yeah. I was like, I had my hand on my face. I was like, what's going to happen here? Like I know. this. What? Yeah. And, you know, obviously you hate watching yourself, so you were just like... But I, that was a funny scene because that was a funny, like, scene on set, too, because someone was like, what are we shooting? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of program is this? <laughs> we're well, like I mean, little giddy girls right I now. I was just going to say, you know, you're good on all types of couches because fangirls and fanboys out there, I hear you guys. I know your thoughts right now. Everything that he's saying, I'm over here. I'm like, what do I say? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I guess I'm most impressed because like you can't like you can act a lot of things like it's your job you're an actor but like acting chemistry is super effing hard oh yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. it's not there it's not there yeah you're not faking it yeah Wow. Well, things we have to look forward to next week. A kiss. Let me tell you, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited for that chin chin. Bringing the chin back. Bringing the chin back. back. Um, All right, we touched on it, but we got to talk about Callie and Brandon's road trip to Mexico. Yes, please. So, I was a little let down. (laughs) Really? By the hang gliding. Oh, I was so happy. Yeah, and I feel like, Tom, you were on the same page with me. You thought it was one of two things. Yeah, well, what did you think extreme. was going to happen? I thought it was going to be an abortion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that was really the only thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought maybe they were going to get Thai. Yeah. She found out Thai was in Mexico. Oh, God. Like Which Thai is what food. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're going to Mexico for Thai food. Okay, they got, the best, they got the best Asian food. What's in that teacher. cup? Let me tell you right now. What's in that cup? <laughs> I can't tell you. Um, it's Thai. Uh, okay, I'm on the same page as you. Yeah, like, I felt, I don't know. I was craving Thai. I was, just, I'm I was just not thinking that it was going to be something <laughs> adventurous. I know, they're dying. I'm trying to pull this ship together like crazy. Just so um, watch it go down. Yeah. No. Which fun. ship? The Bradley ship? No, the Bradley ship will always sail. Okay. The Bradley ship is Jeff, you need to stop. So what did you think was going to happen in Mexico? I thought that they were either going to go find AJ's brother okay. or there was going to be some sort of like weird abortion tie in. I was like on the same page with Steph because I'm always like pessimist thinking the worst of the situation. <laughs> and I thought that that's what it was going to be. And it was it was kind of weird. Like she wakes him up in the middle of the night to go on this adventure. I don't know. Like I just didn't get it. I felt like it was really out of place. I would have there were there were so many there were like three sort of or four I guess like vignettes within the episode yeah. and the Bradley part was such a small part of it but the entire time I was thinking like they're fighting like a couple they're <sighs> acting like a couple love it but they're not a couple like this is more frustrating <clears throat> to me than anything else yeah. I think the reason why all of this happened was because we all needed a reminder of what Bradley was so right. it gave us you know let's all let's see the dynamic between them and how they're best friends just so that we can get ready and make sure to hold that grounded while this romance starts. See, and I thought the same, but they missed that opportunity of creating more of a moment between them when they get off the hang gliders and, like, they didn't give kiss. a huggy. Each- they didn't even have to kiss. Yeah, but, but they, they like, friendly hugged, and I was like, can we at least create a moment? They No, but right they there. did. Remember when he said, like, oh, my best friend, which I thought was funny, because I feel like if Brandon was like, best friend, I, what? That's, yeah, I was No, but I, I was surprised. I, don't, I didn't think anything serious was going to happen. I'm happy that it didn't, because back, like, I was like, maybe they're just going to go down for some tacos and stuff. I don't know. I grew up in San Diego. We used to go to TJ for that all the time. Um, but at John TJ, Hank- wait, what's TJ? Tijuana, Baja California, Mexico. Yeah, just kidding. Did but, you bring your passport to the We didn't back then. You didn't have to. That's oh, why wow. she didn't. That's why she thought it was just IDs because that was a recent law done like in 2005. Oh but, really? 
She's an old soul. She knew. <laughs> she knew. <laughs> you know what? People are just as pissed as we are because I'm, the no, tweets are coming good. in at John or Cutie. I was so let down by the hang gliding. It was so stupid. Like, no. what the fuck, Kelly? I okay. agree. The they needed a story. Me. They needed a moment. I was fine. I did not myself see any, like, a reason to, like, expect an abortion or expect to find Ty <laughs> in Mexico on the person. Um, but that being said, like, I liked her explanation that I'm 17 and I have no yeah. fun stories. Ditto. Yeah. yeah. She was off probation. She was allowed to do anything that she wanted. Yeah. On her own. And also, though, the hang gliding scene was, like, so fun to watch. It was. Um, and it must have been very, like, ah, you know, to be up there yeah. and not on the ground with people and just forget for that moment. And then she did it with someone who obviously has a spot in her heart. Right. Couldn't we have just gotten a tattoo? I thought it was good. Um, at wow. Allen TV That's Guy said, the whole Mexico thing seemed like an episode of I Love Lucy. Brally, you've got some splaining to do. <laughs> it was, like, cute. I don't know. It was, it was like, but we, we got out of an adventure. Lucy. You know? like, Lucy. <laughs> I know. Everyone, it's, like, so mixed because people are hating on it. People are loving it. Stop hating. I don't know. Are you a Brally fan? You know, it's <laughs> funny because just sitting here, I'm getting jealous. Ah, because <laughs> you want to have that same... But here's the thing, though. We're loyal. You're great. Yeah. And we watch and you're like, damn, he's extra fine. But, but. there's a big hairy butt looming around that but corner. But it is. Because we're loyal to the first. No, I get it. I, I'm just saying, like, as, a, as an actor, mm-hmm. you know, I take things personally. <laughs> and AJ likes Callie. And I happen to be playing AJ. Mm-hmm. Oh, but does Tom really? like Maya? That's the question. I'm I like Maya. Of course I like Maya. Fortunately for you, though, you're like the first... <laughs> Brally potential breakup that mm-hmm. I feel like they've brought on the show that people are just as much in favor for as they are Brally. They just like their loyalty is to Brally. Mm-hmm. And know th- why? Because you have a boy haircut. Wyatt had that bob thing going <laughs> Listen, on. Listen, right? they were just, just hair saying. when they no, were together. Just it, hair. It's what I said. I said that AJ is hollering at Kylie the way that she's supposed to be hollered at. Yeah, exactly. She's yeah. Her, he's her male counterpart. Yes, yes. yes, exactly. And that's the only thing that makes me worried because Wyatt did it like, oh, I'm weird too. Let's drink beers and my mom's gone. Yeah. And then Brandon's like, oh, I just want to take care of you. And AJ is just about her. He's yes. like, you're so cute. Let me flirt with you. And she likes it because right. the focus isn't on anything about like... What happened to her? It's yeah. just about because she's cute. And he's so forward. Yeah. They're amazingly forward. And he's been in the foster system. Like they get yes. it out about each other's past. So they don't have to even talk about it. Yeah. Done. But um he is incredibly forward. So forward. Love it. But that's it's so- like a new level of sexy to the show. If like you want that- some adventure, knock on my door. <laughs> Oh right? yeah, I was like, that is so cool. Even though it really just made me want to be like, come and knock on my door. <laughs> I'll be waiting for you, baby. Trust. <laughs> but that's so much fun to watch. So like a forward character who's like speaking his mind, like saying oh, what yeah. he wants. Mm-hmm. Especially in this in this group of people, it's very perfect. <laughs> Callie needs it. I think it's nice. It's refreshing. Yeah. But, I mean, Callie's up to her old tricks. When she said, we don't have my passport, what does she do? She just runs, as usual. Oh, she yeah. gets, she out, gets of out of the car. car. Like, are you kidding me? And then and Brandon's dummy left his car there. I'm like, why would you do that? I know. Thank I know. God, though, because when they're like, where's the car? I'm like, no way. That car would have been able to escape. I've been in those lines. There's nothing you can do. So don't tell yeah. me that the car is lost so or I'll taken away. I'll see the rock in the pond, not moving. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I have funny. to say, though, I really liked... Yeah, what were saying? No, I was just going to say, people are still, you know, doing the whole guessing game of why she could have been in Mexico. Some people... Uh, John or Universe says, I thought she was there to buy cocaine. Oh why did you my. think that? Oh. Um, another one said... <laughs> Um, I know. Sansa says, I thought she was going to get a tattoo. Um, no, I'd be down for, for why You could do that in, oh no, that's consent also, and send, whatever. Yeah. I'm just surprised just they would let much. minors honestly over the border without consent. Yes. I agree with that. 
They, well, they do you know would. the laws for that? Yes, I was going to say they would because, like, she's like, oh, why did they just wave us by? Because there oh, isn't any. They're you, not checking. Yeah, they're not checking when you go through. It's only when you come back. Mm-hmm. Which, that was the other funny part. The plain dumb. Yeah, right. Because if I was customs, I'm like, you're a mule. Get over there. We're checking your car. We're checking your but body also, and everything. But also, took Brandon's keyboard. Yikes. Yes. Like, what, true, what the heck was that? That whole exchange. What? Yeah. What was it? I'm like, I'm pretty sure in Mexico, you'd just be arrested. Okay. You'd be arrested. But maybe yeah. because they're like nice little white kids. They're like, okay, come on. But there's like a stereotype <laughs> of like dirty cops in Mexico who like you just like pay off and like you cross the border. That's true. Because that's scary. Yeah. So like this is like the payoff of like the keyboard, unfortunately. I'm actually surprised that they showed that part where they had to like pay them something and give them the piano. Yeah, that was kind of weird. But I mean, but that that exists <laughs> in Mexico. But it was just I thought that was very like forward and kind of dissing TJ yeah. by doing that. But whatever. I know that because that's how in weeds they got over the border a lot. In weeds, oh, really? Yeah, paying yeah. off. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, very factual. Um, I have to say though, I really liked this scene in the car with uh, Bradley, like when they each called each other out. Mm-hmm. When Brandon was yeah. like, "Oh, you're falling in love with another foster brother. Mm. Like that's your mo." And then what was she like? She was like, "Or who did she say? Do I say like a lot?" Um, <laughs> she called him out on saying that you're drama and you're the common occurrence in all of like the these common, dena- common denominator. Common denominator. Oh. Yep. I just think it's amazing that they've written this character of Brandon, and he is so likable, and, like, he's such a good guy, and yet, he's really screwed up a lot. He does a lot of, like, (laughs) things go wrong in his life that he's the reason for. It's, like, an interesting, like, parallel that they've built in him. It's hard, because I just feel like he's sort of, he's done so much already, but I only feel like AJ being thrown into the mix with Mike is just going to send him in a spiral. I agree. When when Mike decides that he wants to, you know, officially foster or whatever all that paperwork goes through. I just feel like, you know, we love AJ as a character. Clearly, he's connecting with Mike, something that Brandon really hasn't been able to do right. long term. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's going to send him... Well, I, and he connects with Callie. Like, what? he's connecting with the most important people in Brandon's life mm-hmm. so flawlessly. I think it's important because I feel like Brandon's character has always stood by its, by himself. They don't worry about him. And it's one of those things where he needs perspective and he needs to put in check. So he's, like, always talking about how his dad is in this and his dad is in that. Okay, now look at your dad with someone else and tell me how you feel after that. Yeah, it's true. You know? And then just to see AJ with someone else that's very close to him, there's different ways that you approach things. And he's so used to things being kind of surrounded by him or him being at the center of it because they do cater to Brandon a little bit. And this is just nice because it has nothing to do with just favoring anyone, but how life really is you know like just Mm -hmm. he does need perspective he does Mm -hmm. need to see that guess what baby boy nothing's like the world doesn't revolve around you um emily zablocki said brandon was so woe is me this episode he was he's almost a wet blanket i'll say it really because i liked him this episode he was Um, emo yeah, he's not. He's I, just, dig, I think I dig him that way. I, I like dig him kind him, of brooding. I don't know what it is. That's how I like he him is. That that's his character. He's an artist. Yeah. yeah. I think one of the Troubled. exciting things about the addition of AJ in these characters' lives, like he's causing um, some like drama necessarily to show. We like watching things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the exciting part is that he has the possibility as a character like to stay permanently. Uh, mm-hmm. Via like being adopted, via Mike, or, like, fostered absolutely. by Mike, as opposed You're to a in. show. Who, like, uh, <laughs> You're in, man. But you know, most shows have supporting characters, and we like them. And it's like, oh, they're moving in next door. Great, that's like plausible. But like, I think it's part of that it's uncertainty of like, is AJ going to stick around or not? It's exciting for us, well, to, us to watch. Can which I would love to stick around. <laughs> I can, I like, can he tell around. us anything right now? I completely I don't know agree anything with you. To tell you. Yeah. And that's this concerns me because I agree with you because I almost feel like they're bringing you on because they know they may not be able to make Brally a thing. 
Really? Yeah. Really? I had that thought tonight I, watching the episode. I really did. And I'm a Bradley fan, you guys. You guys know how I feel about him. But I had that thought during this episode. I was like, shoot. Like, he's fitting in so well. And they have given you such a huge part, especially in this episode, that I'm like, I feel like this is a character they are going to keep to the end. And if that's the case, I think it is something that may... You know, even with me not being a Bradley supporter because of ethical reasons, um, <laughs> I still believe deep down in like the bottom of my frozen heart that they will end up together at the end of the show. I'm yeah. just curious why you don't think that. Well, I'm afraid it... Because <sighs> it's so good right now. However, what they're doing is like a Dawson's Creek thing. It's that's like... what I was just going to say. I fear it's going to be a Dawson's Creek. Oh, she, she can't be with, with Dawson. Oh, She's going to end up... no! <laughs> I know! Oh, it's great for you, man. It's great for you. <laughs> I mean, we love you, but I didn't watch Dawson's Creek. Uh, bring in Kurt Smith, Kurt baby. Smith, we love you, Robert Quinn. Where you at? Okay, guys, we gotta keep moving to the episode, but um, we gotta talk about Mariana and her not pregnancy. Yes, um, yes. When Steph was freaking out, saying Callie got pregnant by Brandon and went to Mexico for an abortion, I love that because it was very realistic. It was so like her connecting these dots. You know? She's like, oh my god. <laughs> That made, like, a lot of sense in my mind. It's, like, as a storyline. The but, whole time? That's what she was thinking. It was, no, yeah. sorry. I just it out, like, the whole time? Yeah. Under our roof? Right. Um, which led us to a sex talk. Mm-hmm. Which, Thank goodness. Much needed. <laughs> let's run up the whole house, okay? <laughs> um, Jude's growing up. Bring him in, too. Um, I think this might be the most, like, realistic and sex talk. The sex talk that I've been wanting to see on mm-hmm. TV that, like, I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. The most realistic. And they, I, um, Selena apologized for, like, shaming Mariana. I didn't actually think she was shaming Stuffed. her. Oh, Steph did. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. Um, I didn't think that they were, like, shaming here to begin with. I'm curious what you guys thought, but I thought it was, like, very good and realistic and not shaming. Tom, what did you think of it? I I, I didn't think she was shaming her at all. Yeah. Um, I do feel like sometimes, I'm not a parent, but parents may feel like they've, you know, shamed their child or made them feel a certain way just by being honest. Yeah. But I felt like she was just, she had a lot of stuff going on inside and it came out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I think that say? Steph being the authoritative figure that she is was very important and Lena being the sensitive person that she is. Mm. She's so concentrated on communicating and kind of being on a level with them where it's like, I get that you want to be their friends, but you need to be their parents. You need to yeah. set some kind of like a disciplinary or like a, you know, superiority uh, to them. Because yeah. she needs to know that. She needs to know that there's certain things that are not okay. Not that sex is natural, but just at her age and what she's doing that she does need to be more careful and that she is mm-hmm. a female and that those are different situations and not like not like sexist like it's okay for Brandon and Jesus to do it but it's just very delicate imagine your 15 year old daughter you know oh, having absolutely. sex regardless of the pregnancy regardless of the protection that's just like she said it's a vulnerable part of your body and it's important and it could mess you up yeah. And Mariana was well, like, feminism. <clears throat> I'm like, girl. In her yeah. unicorn t-shirt. Like, I know. I love that. I that still awesome. thought that too. But I actually... Okay. Because I don't think she was shaming her. I did think it was harsh. Because I thought the most um, like offensive sort of thing that she said was the whole, so that was backup sex for you. Which unfortunately... Yes, was it was. true. Yeah. That's exactly what Who it was. Cares? And granted, I think it was harsh. So I understand why Lena was like... Dude, you shouldn't have come at her that way because it's your daughter. It was her first time. She's probably terrified. There's so much guilt. 
And I don't think Steph was thinking about that, but unfortunately what she said was actually true. It was true, but it's one of those things where it's like, yeah, listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm making fun of you and you, I don't uh, need, you know, yeah. because you should be embarrassed. It was backup sex. You think that's okay? Exactly. And it's, the feminism part, that falls into it. What have we taught you? What have we said? Why was that okay? And why did you feel the need to have sex with someone? Yeah. Exactly. And it just sucks because Mariana's excuse was typically what it is for most young women. Everyone around me was having sex. I just wanted to get rid of it. I just mm-hmm. wanted to lose my virginity and be done with it. Yeah. And that's just not the way that you do it it's sad I agree I think too because they came in so non-aggressively though Steph and Lena they were able to get a really honest response from Mariana Mm -hmm. she told them straight up like everything and how she was feeling and like it was very just honest on both ends Mm -hmm. and I also think that it brought them together this episode because it was funny I was watching with Tom and Hannah and I was like oh wow great like Steph and Lena are going to be fighting this entire episode like this is what it's going to be about but I think the talk sort of helped them and it was just solidified by Steph's scene at the end by saying you know like I really do think that we should maybe talk to someone Mm -hmm. and again it's like another real thing that they're bringing like so many couples go through marriage counseling marriage therapy and it's just it's different you have to learn how to communicate with someone live with someone you know work in a relationship with someone because love is hard and it's cool that the show is showing that it's not just you know, we're seeing the whole process. And it was kind of... Did you guys think it was weird, the whole bit with the contractor? I did not. I was just mad about it. Really? I mean, I get, I get why his character was there, but I was mad that he would have said something like that. Because I'd be like, I'm sorry, that's inappropriate. And what our household yeah. does doesn't matter. If it, A contract's a contract. Inappropriate. How dare you say, and yet, if he's trying to like feed his family and he can't get paid, like, you know, he's right, going to cross that line. Right, and he's being worried. But I would bring it up. I wouldn't just change the contract and say, you're going to have to pay me. Because I think that you and your wife are not going to be... You know, you're just you're butting into someone else's yeah, life. And as absolutely. a contractor, when you enter someone's home... Your job is not to listen to what's going on with them. Your but job is to fix the toilet. Can I play devil's advocate for a second, though? Like, I Sorry. feel like Steph needs the roughness. Like, she's not going to... She would have she not didn't need felt that. Perspective. that. Like, I feel like she needed that for somebody to sort of shove something in her face for her to realize. Because she's very, you know... Oh, she was, like, kind of oblivious to the situation. Like, this guy has been watching them fight. Yeah. For an entire day. And she just, it's just a normal thing to her. Right. Yeah. Also, in his mind, it couldn't have been like, I'm predicting your divorce. It could have been like, I'm, it's, he could have just assumed it was already happening. Sure. So that's right. not crossing a line. What were you okay. going to say, Hannah? Okay. Because this whole thing makes me mad because I don't think this whole therapy idea and them fighting, it's all centered around the fact that Lena hasn't owned up and told her that she kissed Monty. And it's making that's me so mad that they're even presenting that and Lena's presenting it and pushing it and that this whole, story arc is happening right now because I'm like this is all actually just because Lena yes. has so much guilt and is dealing with her own issues yeah girl yeah girl yeah I'm like that's oh. exactly what it is it makes me so mad that Steph should even have to have this moment where she feels like this should be happening because it all goes back to Lena just not telling her the truth and comparing she keeps comparing her and Monty so she's building up all this other anxiety and different types of feelings and throwing it onto Steph it's wrong I'm I just scared. think it's really unfortunate because I kind of agree with you it's unfortunate because I don't think the kiss is that big a deal it's not but now it's, it's becoming one exactly it's, yeah it's becoming huge God, Hannah, I love you um, I you thought the here, contractor girl. popping in and out the whole episode is funny yeah. and I also thought it was like the ABC family way of like handling two parents fighting because mm-hmm. that gets too dramatic and yet this is still like ABC family so like yeah. let's l- add some levity to the situation mm-hmm. so yeah. drives me crazy because then it opens the door for like them to split and Monty to come in and you know no, I, no, no, yeah, it I, does. Know. I know Ooh, I'll knock Monty it does. Out, I swear I'm not happy about it but it does do you really think the show would break them up I hope not no. but even when we had Daphne here and she was like, I could see a separation. Like, yeah, she was like, girl, I don't know. Daphne. And I'm like, oh, Daphne. <laughs> what you talking about, Daphne? She's put thoughts in my mind now. 
sudden you should say, girl, I don't know. That's right. <laughs> I am livid. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, we actually have some fan questions for Tom. Um, uh, let's see. Angel Vanna wants to know, who would you like to do a scene with that you haven't yet? That we've seen. Because <laughs> maybe you've done scenes. I, know I think I've done a scene right? with everyone. With everyone? Yeah. Okay. You have lucky you. Yeah, I've done a scene with everyone. We may um, not have seen it. See, yet, man, you're I've permanent. Done. You're in. I lost the. You're tw- in. I lost the Twitter <laughs> handle, but another person wanted to know what it was like to shoot with Hayden, because that scene was really adorable between you two in the bedroom. In the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Um, it was quick, man. Yeah. It was really quick and then. <laughs> I guess that's easy though. And you know, simple and you know he's professional. He's a 40-year-old and a 14-year-old. Right? Oh, we've been on that. He um, comes on this show talking. Oh, man. Yeah, I love I love Hayden. Um, but it was it was really quick. I don't know. A lot of people on Twitter were upset about the lack of Jude anywhere in the episode. Right, mm-hmm. but the first three episodes they were focused that on and him. And well, no, we, they, we just needed... It was a transition of stories. We're just getting to know what the rest of the family's doing. Yeah, sure. I think it's hard, too. It's a big family. we got to yeah. focus yeah. on other people. Exactly. Yeah, and he's back next week. He's throwing Kelly a party. It's going to be... A dramatic Probably party. a lot of drama. Yeah. It, it will definitely be. Let's take away to some predictions. Yes, please. Because <laughs> okay. as we saw in the preview, mm-hmm. oh. Wyatt's now, back. Oh, yeah. After Buzz TV. What was in these cups? <laughs> <laughs> lights. What's going on? For those of you listening, there are lights flashing in the studio right now. Mm-hmm. It's very dramatic. <laughs> in Tom's mind. <laughs> There's a lot going on up there. Um, <laughs> sure. I believe you. <laughs> um, so in the at preview, we see that Callie finds out something about mm-hmm. what happened between Mario and Wyatt. I don't know if they t- tell her everything. But did you not see that in the preview, Jill? Oh, well, no. I, I'm trying to remember. I saw, like, a surprise, and then Mariana and Wyatt talking, and then Wyatt says, Wyatt says we hooked up. Yeah. Oh, right. And, and she wears says, a bad what do you mean? At some point. Hooked up. And he's yeah. about to say... I smashed your sister. Sorry. Well, also, okay. Yeah, oh, whoa. Um, okay, so, so is, I I'm looking t- forward <laughs> to... I'm really hoping for a Brandon and AJ fist fight. Sorry, boo. Um, and I'm hoping to see Callie... Well, we're going to see Callie kiss, but I think that happens before she finds out about the Wyatt stuff. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it happens after because she's so upset and AJ's there to comfort her. Do we That's know what's what actually going to happen next episode? Mm. Oh, actually, sometimes they splice those things together. I don't know. Yeah, I, would I mean, say. we saw the preview. Yeah, oh, it yes. happened in the preview. <laughs> yeah, Tom yeah. Said, oh, okay. Tom giving the nod. It's on. Yeah, we saw the preview. Like, it's on. Yeah. Oh, I actually missed the preview. I just saw a picture oh. later. Yeah, it was it was a quick flash in the preview, but yeah. I'm looking forward to a lot of fighting. And then also, <laughs> I kind of am going to be feeling bad for Jude because I feel like he's the center of all of the drama because mm-hmm. he just invites all of these people mm-hmm. unknowingly that this person's broke up with this person, this person slept with this person. It's like a Melrose place up in here. I don't know. I'm excited. I'm really excited. Yeah. I, I pretty much agree with yeah. the same. I think that uh, Callie and AJ are going to be comforting <laughs> each other because you maybe fight with Brandon, feel kind of out of place. Uh, Callie, you know, feels bad about the whole Wyatt and Mariana thing, and then you guys comfort each other and suck face, and then... Um, oh my god, I hope it's like the 16 candles kiss over the cake. Oh, um, I think it's going to be hotter than that, dude. I think <laughs> it's going to be, like, the sexual tension is going to be on point. I think the kiss happened <laughs> before. 
You do? I think the kiss will happen before, and then he's going to have to witness her being, in, like, so much more complicated than what he thought she was. Oh, good and point. And I think that she's not going to necessarily be mad at Mariana. More so, she's going to be in Wyatt's face, like, as a protective older sister. Like, why would you take advantage of my little sister, knowing that she was in a relationship, knowing that I was your ex-girlfriend? So the disappointment li- lies more on him. He knows better. And then um, I do think I think that AJ will kind of witness that and just feel either out of place or see her differently. And then she's going to get upset. And then he because he's angry, I just see Brandon coming in and he might say something wrong. And then Brandon's going to start the fight. And I, I really did imagine all of this. And I think that that's what's going to happen. That's <laughs> very specific. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I know, but that's what I think. Is Monty going to be at this party too? Because no! that may be another layer of oh, drama. No! Another couple that would be drama. She's so the principal. Bad. I don't know. The parents are out of town, probably. Um, is, <laughs> is Ty going to show up also? Because, I mean, he may. No. Okay, great. Thanks for <laughs> that's my prediction. It's Ty catering. That's my prediction. That's, that's your prediction. That's my prediction. <laughs> Jeff, what do you think? Um, I don't know that I have a specific prediction for next episode, but I have an addendum to my last week's episode prediction where mm-hmm. I said that I think Lou and Matt will hook up on tour <laughs> as all the world on the internet told me they're cousins. <laughs> yeah. So good memory, internet. Um, but go check them out at, uh, is it still up? Romeo and Juliet Loves the Battlefield. Yeah. Is Matt yeah. in also? Yeah, yeah. He oh, plays Paris. <gasps> really? Yeah, I didn't know that. Guys, we gotta go back. Yeah, I never got to go, so I should go. I'll go with you. We saw the first go round. It was so That's good. That's a hell of a show. A lot of energy. Great venue. Yeah. The music's so good. Yeah. Um, I think that the fans are gonna really fall in love with AJ and your storyline. I think it's gonna be too easy not to have you just move into Mike's house. So mm. hopefully we'll see you in Grand. like 3B. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah. yeah, thank you for being here. Thanks this was you guys so much fun. Again yeah. for having me. Yeah, where can everybody find you on the internet until next time? Do you know my Twitter? Is it like T.S. <laughs> Williamson? I I I T.S. Williamson. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, I'll tweet it out. I, I, just, I was going to say, I think we all retweeted. Yeah, I, 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 I. I'm the third. I'm the third. So, yeah. <laughs> He's beautiful. Um, let's run through ours, Jillian. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jillian Leff, on my Facebook page, Jillian Leff Official, and also subscribe to my YouTube channel. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Y'all can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the Hotshot Dude. You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, and Periscope at Stephanie Georgie and on Instagram at the Stephanie Georgie. Guys, actually from Jeff Masters One, we'll be back next week to talk about the party. Woo! See you then. Bye, what guys. is Periscope? <laughs> okay. I'm not here. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Afterbuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the Afterbuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.